0: This podcast has been adapted from our YouTube channel. To enjoy the full experience, head to YouTube and search fullboost.com.au and this podcast title. So, Judo, we're back at Bench Talk HQ, but I'm not too convinced about the social distancing we've got going on here. Game over, man! Game over! Got all that sorted, uh, just got a round of our uh, disinfectant going here. Trust me, I'm like a smart person. Hey, there must be some quality, insightful YouTube comments since our last episode. Oh, as always, I mean, you went down, you filled Yoop, he's wild, he's a FG, he's a what, just a lazy 1,000, well, you can call it a megawatt, 1,000 kilowatts. Nice car build, etc. Not bad but, for a taxi engine. Nice car build, etc., but the point is... Speed limits haven't changed, COVID-19 included, so what's the point? What is the point? What is the point when we have a 60k speed limit? Go build a race car, that would be more impressive. Yeah. 100% well, this why, why, why would it be more impressive than a street car running race car times? Yeah, I don't get it either. But any, anyway, like, you can say this about any car. I mean, it's like the same old saying, why, why do they even sell like a standard XR6 Turbo? Because that's too fast for the street. That's too fast. I don't know. How do these people end up on full boost? I don't get it. Don't want to be a negative Nancy, that's always the, uh, when you know it's coming. Whenever they say that, um, let's just back up already, we haven't even started the comment. Would you bear with me for just a second, please? Okay. You are a negative Nancy. But throwing cubic dollars... Cubic dollars? Cubic dollars. Just truckloads. Just mega truckloads. And good components at a do-nothing streetcar seems pointless to me. Do Do nothing. Do nothing. Yes, I know, people have done this shit forever, but racing is where you prove the metal Why? Yeah. Mm, he even says in there he's going to race the car. That he might race it. He says he wants to race it, but... I, I, don't, I don't actually understand these comments. I just don't get it. Like, me personally, I don't want a 1000-killer, what, Ford Streetcar, right? Say that again. I don't want a 1000-killer, what, Ford Streetcar, right? Don't you wagons What's going up in there, mate. But if that was his goal, good on him, he did it. But that's what he wants. Mm. Well done. Like, everyone, if... I just don't get the thing, like, if, if we all wanted the same thing, this the street scene or car scene would be boring. How can they not see that? Excuse me. You know, you need a lot of power to run these times, and it, but that's what makes it even more impressive. I don't know how it's more impressive if it's in a race car. Why? You run good. Thank you. You can't drive it anywhere. Look at COVID. track shut. Mm. You can't use it at all. Yeah. Just highlights why streetcars are real. What about if you and I did a uh, Ford Street car? Would the fans want to see that? A Barra or something else? I don't know, just something fast, but just something that might just, uh, like a single cam. Maybe we should do a single cam. A single cam uh, EB. I don't know. Matt, what about if we put the single cam? We'll cop a bit of grief over the Barra in the VS and I actually agree. We should have put an intake in it, a single cam. In the VS. In the VS. I thought they wanted main. We're gonna put the MANG, George was saying we're gonna put the MANG in an AU. <laughs> that would be a good streetcar, yeah? Enough of this, apparently you're copping it now. So your WX video where you've just given a few insights into what you like about the car and what you don't, you know, and what you dislike. And to be honest, there's not that much you dislike about the car. What do people see in Subarus like this? I've left many behind with my NA K20 Civic. Bruh. You guys got boost and all-wheel drive and still slow. Like L L. Mm-hmm. So what happens with this Bol- Volterra Civic when there's I don't know three drops of rain on the ground? The old the old bum dragger just goes nowhere. You and I have both, on top of owning Renaults, <laughs> you and I have both owned wrong-wheel drive Hondas as well. So what, what category does that put us in? Him. It her? Many years ago, we've uh, at different points of our life, we have both had got good old VTEC <laughs> Actually, Integras, different models, but I'll proper tell you VTECs. What, you and I have owned quite a few cars between us. How much money did combined did we spend on those two Hondas? I don't remember. I don't honestly remember replacing one thing on mine, and I think I did. I didn't do. It. I think I bought mine with about seventy thousand on it, and I sold it with about one hundred and fifty and I don't remember having one issue with that car. I don't think it used one drop of oil. I had a DC5 Integra really. Type S. Bruh. Yeah, so mine was the K-Series. But I always looked at that car and go, it's a great car. In all honesty, I sold it because two-door car was becoming impractical. But that was just a daily runaround. But it was a good, I bought, it was like you did the same thing. We both bought those cars because we didn't want to spend any money on it. I bought it didn't. because I didn't, exactly, I didn't want to spend money and I wanted to, yeah. I, I, I was saving for a house deposit. Cause mine was P-plate le- P-plate legal. I sold it. I reckon I had ten phone calls in the first hour. Oh yeah, I, I had no problem selling mine either. They're, they're good cars, but running around saying you're beating all-wheel drive Subarus in, in what? At what aspect are you beating them? I don't know. By the way, I, I would never turn around and say a Subaru wagon is some sort of awesome car. It's just a car. Like people are so factual You got you gotta, gotta own an NA Civic and get on the internet and big note yourself. That's, uh, you know the best thing you can do. As, you know, if you're into cars, own as many different cars in your lifetime as you can. Don't just get stuck into one brand and go, this is the best thing. Like, I love Holden's, fair enough. But try a few different cars. What, like a Renault? <laughs> 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 Have a look at this guy. He's trying to take on a Tesla. Is this guy seriously all right? Like, let's be honest, nothing on the street is going to beat a Tesla to 60 Really nothing. Nah. But, this guy gets a little triggered. Looks like he he, he he went left lane, and you've got the typical bank of cars further up the road, and you just do the old left lane, left lane mergers. He's driving an FG Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> bit <laughs> admittedly, bit of a backfire here. You can't beat that talk of a Tesla, can you? Absolutely just gapped. He's, the Tesla's doing some good social distancing, as they say, gapping this bloke. So the guy gets cut, flies around him, pulls out. Look. Gets out of the car, he looks like he's just come from uh, basketball. He's not happy. But there's no audio, Jordan. what's he saying? No, no, no. I found, I found, I f- I went digging on the internet and I found the clips got the audio. Just, just take a listen to this, take a watch. You know that I'm the cream of the crop. I'm better than you are, yeah. And I'm talking to everyone in the world. In my moment of glory. Now this was on Dashcams Australia. We're not trying to uh, rip people's videos off, we just want to show a bit of it. But it's interesting, because say Dashcams Australia, right, they're not performance people or watching these videos, you get some interesting comments. And this one uh, is pretty standard, I think. I've matched some V8s off the line to 60 in my 2.4-litre Lancer many times, and they continue on going much faster than they beat me. So he's obviously saying, 2.4-litre Lancer, that's that's serious. Generally, the size of one's engine does not matter to 60. So what he's saying is he's basically winning to 60, and then the V8 comes past him. I'll tell you what's really going on. But here's the deal. This guy buries it in his Lancer, and the guy in the V8, whatever, just goes, what's this, this black doing? He goes, this see you next Tuesday, is this guy all right? And then he just goes, then he just gives it a bit of a strap in second. What? And he just goes past him. That's what really is. But a lot of people in slow cars think that you're racing them. Oh, have I got your attention now? Look at this, many times on r- on-ramp drag lights, I absolutely own V8s up to 80. Before they went storming past in a fit of small-penis indignation, electrics have maximum torque from zero. Prius for the win. Prius? Is is not an electric car? What do you mean owned up to 80 before they went storming past? I think it was owned up to 80 and then they went, whoa, what's this bloke doing? Just 20% throttle straight past. Well, if I'm behind anyone, like, most people only get it. Well, this guy's doing good to get to 80. Most of them get to 80 and just stop. I'm entering the freeway at 70. Uh, Let's take off the exaggeration factor. It's probably Mm. about 30. But these people who think they're racing it, just the other day on Bell Street, I was in my Subaru and this guy was like, full fast and furious on the gear shift next to me and like, Must have been that K20 Civic. Bruh. A Hyundai, mm. I think it was. You drove a Hyundai to get here tonight. I drove an $80,000 BMW. That's my name. But the I thing is, yeah, they probably think I am racing them because, say if your car's a bit loud, like a Subaru, right? You can't really drive it with any sort of real throttle without it making some noise, right? Yeah. and you can hear the turbo, you can hear That guy probably thinks, I'm, I'm racing him. And I'm just driving next to him going, what's this bloke doing? When I read this comment about the press, I thought, yeah, they are hybrid. I mean, what specs are there? And I'm seeing 74 kilowatts, 93 kilowatts. Is this guy right or what? Yeah, but a lot of the times with these hybrid cars, the, the power ring's not quite, on paper, not quite how it really is, because you know how half the time they've got some other bloody that's 70 kilowatts in the engine, then it's got a 30 kilowatt electric engine, but you've got that extra torque. I've never, you know I mean? I've never known motoring journos talking about Priuses but like I, their Teslas, i tell you that. I don't remember Priuses or Nissan Leafs being... They're not, certainly not a performance... They're not being entered in eighth-mile radio racing, are they? Speaking of electric cars, have you seen the new Michael Moore Presents uh, Planet of the Humans? He's not in it. I was watching it the other night. It's just a bloke. He's a sort of like an ev- environmentalist, I guess you could say. And he's um, oh, he's a fair environmentalist when he goes through his background. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's like a vegan cyclist. He's yeah. a he's a greens voter, 100% sure. Anyway, he's, he's just has I guess you could he tries to have a non-biased view of the green energy movement, and a lot of it is based around the motor car. He goes into quite detail about how he sees okay, all these things happening around green the green movement, thinking oh that's really good. I want to just investigate it, and he starts just asking. Normal questions. And near the start of it, they're actually at the launch of the Chevy vaults, Vault, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and they're basically saying the vault's being recharged here by the coal power plant. Yeah, but devil's advocate here, that's, it's pretty old. A lot of that footage isn't new. Like, it's come a long way in ten years. But I think it's more just opening, I guess, the can of worms to say, hey, not all of it's, per-, you know. But he goes Perfect. through. He goes through in the documentary, and basically he. He starts going on about how renewables aren't as great as what they seem. Now, you might be going, why are we talking about this docker? It's just interesting because it touches on electric cars and just where, where things are going with the future thing. And, of course, it doesn't paint renewables and things like electric cars in the greatest picture, saying they're not all cracked up to what they well seem, what people think that seem like to be. Part of the movie is about, um, yeah, they're moving away from coal, but what's, now they, aren't they moving to natural gas? A lot of it in the States, And yeah. that's not really... That's not clean. It's not exactly clean green energy, is it? No. But if you haven't watched it, have a look at it. It's not a bad documentary. But of course, they're getting flack off people who are really pro-greenies. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can't dare criticise something that they're probably <sighs> Probably like they're modelling their whole life structure around. You can't say anything bad about the green energy movement at all. Otherwise, you're just spreading fake news. Just need a bit more disinfectant. Huh? I just need a bit, bit more disinfectant. What are you drinking there? Wouldn't you like to know? (coughs) Bit of Lysol or what? Well, Moore said that before making the film, he thought electric cars were a good idea, but I didn't really think about where the electricity was coming from. Well, that's not really a new revelation, is it? I don't kind of buy it though, because right, people will say that, okay, I bought an electric car and it's it's in the garage here, right? Well, what are you charging it off? You're charging it off electricity. The average person, what are they going to do? Go and build their own I renewable know. energy plant? At some point, you've got to start somewhere. You can't go, oh, well, the coal's got to be replaced by some mm. miraculous renewable energy power plant that, you know, zero emissions. Mm-hmm. It's basically called nuclear energy. <coughs> but then, surely over the lifetime of the car, it has to be clean. But it has to happen in small steps. Yes. Like they, the, the argument, oh, where are you charging it from? I kind of look and go, yeah, but where, what are they supposed to do? Like but, at some point, at least that car, I know it, it mm. took it's creating pollution to make the car but any car but wouldn't. how does the petrol get to the surface station or the bowser bowser fuel we should say Bowser, it how does that get there that's from a truck in a truck a that's creating truck. Uh, pollution like you would have to think the running of the car is using less resources they, once could, it's they, built. they could argue if overnight if you could do a thanos mm and every, every car was recharging in the garages instead of every petrol car on the road. Mm. Yes, they're not spitting emissions out the tailpipe, but the load on the power plants is a lot higher, higher to charge these things. True. True. But, but as you said, you can't get from here to here like that. Like, it's going to mm. be a series of small steps and... I don't know, what are we going to do? But I thought this comment was pretty good because I sort of have to agree with it, really. I love my fast loud, dirty petrol cars, don't get me wrong, but I plan on buying a Tesla soon, not because I'm doing my bit for the planet, but because they're pretty effing cool things. True, isn't it? I 100% agree with that. I'll always have a fast petrol-powered toy, but for day-to-day duties and quiet and comfortable, what I'm after, and I can't afford a Bentley. So what he's saying is, and I reckon a lot of people this will happen to, they'll have their old, whatever, you know, sentimental, a car that's got a bit of soul, a petrol car, some, exactly. Some sort of hottie in the garage, and then their daily's maybe going to be some sort of hybrid, hybrid or electric buzz boss box. That's that's where the industry's going, really. 100%. And then, if your daily is an electric car, so be it. Like the performance. How's aspect- How's any different to having most people have a pretty boring daily anyway? The performance aspect is great in the electric car, but there's plenty of people who're still going to want a, uh, I guess, a dinosaur petrol car. Just because that's what it is. I mean, why do people buy old cars now? What are your thoughts? My only my issue is, you know, I'd love a Tesla 3 as a daily. It'd be unreal. But what's that on the road here? 90 grand? And the depreciations. I mean, appreciat- depreciation on any new car is um, pretty bad. But yeah, like, once the cost comes down and you can buy an electric, a performance electric car for reasonable money, plenty of us are going to buy them. You also see this, the uh, bit of old school, what they're doing with, say, if you've got a hot rod and you, you want to make it electric, a lot of these old hot rods, you know they've they've got no uh, engine covers on them, so yeah. their motor's exposed. So it's like a showpiece. What do you do if you pull a V8 out and you want to make it electric? It's they've actually these these nothing in there at all. These mobs have actually this mobs actually got. Think of it like the shell of a V8 engine. Yeah, pretty cool. And they have buried the guts of an well they've got the inter, the electric motors and everything in the guts of the engine. So think of it, it's just this disguise and they've mocked it up so it looks like they've a V8. basically got a coffee table V8. That kind of thing, yeah. In the front, and inside it, they've got all the EV bits. Mm. That's cool. So it's a pretty, pretty good idea if you want to make your hot rod still look at least from it. it just think sound a little bit odd, wouldn't it, going past? I think, too, it'd be good from far. Yeah, I think if you got close up, it wouldn't be hard to tell. It's not a real engine, but that doesn't really matter. At least it looks like it's got something in the front of the car. That's cool. So this video, you went and uh, filmed a VR38 300ZX, a very unique and cool car, this bloke. Nice build, but the shittiest camera angles I have ever seen. Ever seen. Apparently, your videography skills are just rubbish. Well, because a lot of people make comments that really have no idea. Is that a re- uh, revolutionary comment? Not really. But anyway, a lot of these dino cells I go to, let's be honest, the ventilation and you know, is terrible. Mm-hmm. But that dino room is actually like gale forced um, Katrina hurricane inside there, right? You, you don't really want to be in there when it's on. The airflow is really good. So you've pretty much just got to leave the camera in there, record, and just walk out of there, right? But the dino cell is very narrow. You can't really get the camera next to the car. You've just got to put it where you can. And I know what he's talking about. There's an angle at the back of the car. i have probably just show the back because I just think I just wanted to show that it was pushing a few flames. is he talking about just that or something else? You can't actually get the car, you can't really get the camera behind the car. But what angles did he want? in this dyno room. I don't know, but to be honest, that lens is the lens we're using now. That's a prime 25 millimeter lens. There's no zoom. I don't really, I don't own a uh, wider lens because I used to do photography. Now I don't really do it. So I'm not gonna buy 1500 lenses. It but is what it is. apparently it's the shittest camera angles ever, ever. Next time I'll just use my phone. Actually next time, just film vertical video. That's just the standard, uh, mm. That's not just standard YouTube, standard everything. Standard racetrack, you're actually filming drag racing. Let's just film this way. Okay, all right. Okay, thanks for the advice, Jim. I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! So, you're still looking for an RX-8. This goes on every week. I've got an alert on car sales, sending me RX-8s weekly. Most of them are complete S-H-I-T boxes, right? But one came up, Series 1. They're all flaming Series 1s. Well, Series 1 are the king, the, the king nuggets of the nuggets, aren't they? But if you look after it and service it... If you ch- Apparently, if you change your oil, they're fine. Anyway, there's one on there for 30 Gs. 30 grand? 2003 model, now you're thinking... It 30 must, grand? It, it must have a rotor in it, yeah? 30? What are these things retail for? About three. So it's about, you're paying about a thousand percent tax, but th- appara- this thing apparently, it looks pretty damn neat. It's got 12,000 case, 12,000, so that must be ready for any seal kit. I'd say it's probably already had a couple of seal kits through it. I wouldn't think most of are really going to like sitting around for too long. A mm. bit like WRX's with uh, valve cover gaskets, you know, you've got to keep moving those fluids around. Anyway, 30 Ignoring Gs. Ignoring the 30 grand RXA, what what you, you have been talking about lately, what engine would you put in it? Obviously, the Renesis is not the, the first option. I know you can do, what do they call it, like a hybrid Renesis engine, where they change the housings to like an FD style housing, so you've got like, you know, better exhaust flow. And that look, that does work. However, I have to, in my lifetime, own a triple, a triple rotary that is. As far as I'm aware, how are you going to engineer, say, an RX-8 with a triple rotary? I'm not talking about the capacity of the engine. I'm talking about the emissions from an emissions standpoint because you're trying to put an engine that's way older, a triple rotor, when did they come out? Well, they came out in a Cosmo. What Mid-nin- year is that? that like, mid-90s? 91? Are they that old? Yeah, they're no. pretty, they're, yeah, pretty, they're old, pretty old. I think they're early 90s. So how do you engineer that into a chassis, even if you've got a first-gen, which is like 2003, 2004? Mm. How do you get an engine into a car that's 15 years? What are the newer? rules around that certification? Do you, you guys compliance? know? As far as I'm aware, that's a big no-no, yeah? Well, when you think about it, it's not... Who gets a newer car and puts an older engine in it? Mm. It's always the reverse. It's modernizing mm. an older chassis, but I don't know. But yeah, I like the idea of that. I, I would, I reckon that would be a pretty cool uh, project car. Saying that, how many people are eventually getting newer cars and putting barras in them? BMWs, that's basically the same thing, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but the barra engine was what made up until... At uh, least, at least that was in an era of technically got to, go to I think, Y everything, yeah. You've got them stamped. I think engine stamped up until 2018, yeah. The Barra's last ones went really? out the door. 18? But well, they stopped production in October 2017, is that right? Or during oh. 2017? I think some of them are actually badged. As far as I'm aware, some of the engines are actually stamped 2018. So you could put a 2018 Barra engine into a 2018 Mustang. Tell you what, if you're doing a project car, you are not doing a barrel. No, I wouldn't do a barrel. How can you compare the sound of what is the sound of a barra? Just... I don't know. It's like, it's like death bomb. by a thousand cuts, is that what you'd call it? That sound, as opposed to a triple rotor at 10,000 RPM. Come on. Come on. 7.3 litre, what's it called again? I always call it massive. This is why you should The Ford 7.3 litre and it's a pushrod engine. It's like the new LS engine. It's got like hey, six s- bolt mains. Have a look at a photo of it. That is an LS, isn't it? Hmm? That is an LS, isn't it? The photo. It, you know what it is? It's an LS, and they've just put, they've just, um, put a different 3D uh, printed inlet manifold on it to make it look different. But underneath, I believe it's an LS. Basically, they're putting these these back in what they call their super duty they're trucks. Big the trucks, big yeah. trucks. 7.3 yeah, litre. Yeah, 7.3 litre. You've got cubes, six bolt mains. They've got like, I think, oil sweaters on the pistons. So, good old overhead valve V8. But nice and compact. They're saying if you look in the engine, they'd sum it up as overbuilt. So does overbuilt mean as soon as one, oh, yeah. one guy crashes one, straight from the wrecker, 15 pounds, 1,000 horsepower all day long? So this is going to be the new 5.3 LS, the truck engine. That's what it is, basically, except it's 7.3. It's got a 10-speed auto behind it. I think I've heard of two of them, Jorda, in Australia already. It's going to be from the F-250 all the way through the F-750. 750 How big is that thing? So a couple of turbos now in the states. I know. Have you seen it? There's one. I know there's one in a Fox body. That is a cool engine. But obviously being new and you're gonna be paying a lot of money for one of them. One thing you'll always see about overhead valve engines is they're compact. They're so much smaller. Put them in anything. you in the end!